Well, hey, well, good Thursday, friends. It's really great to be back. Uh, I had a very refreshing and productive time away. I'm so looking forward to sharing parts of that with you as we move along. Some things the Lord spoke to me, some things that I think the Lord spoke for the central leadership of the church and some for, for others. And so I just really, really want to give thanks for the time that I was able to spend in his presence in such a very determined way. It was, it was fantastic. It really was. I'm back. I feel refreshed and ready to go. I want to offer a real thanks for those of you who who did the devotionals, uh, t devotionals uh, during my times. Uh, boy, there were some real gems in there. I watched them and I just was blessed by each one of them in different ways. And so thank you. Thank you so much for being willing to take that risk and and bring the daily devotional time for, for me in my absence. Also want to, of course, thank those of you who have been praying for me, praying for Karen and me as we have sought to mingle our, our relaxation with really pressing in to the Lord and hearing from Him. Uh, your prayers were answered. Believe me, your prayers were answered. And uh, I think you're going to be excited about some of the things that we are planning to roll out in the coming year. So thank you so much for your prayers. Hey, turning your Bibles today to John chapter 10, one of my favorite chapters. It's a, the, the shepherd. Jesus is the good shepherd. He talks about his being the shepherd and we being his sheep. And I'd like for you to take a second to turn there, please. This Sunday, actually, I plan to launch a three-week series uh, called Life is Still Good. Um, you know, as I was uh, part, spent part of my time just praying forward and asking the Lord to give me direction into preaching uh, material, substance, topics, scriptures, those kinds of things. I was actually standing back behind my barn one morning and was really enjoying the Lord's presence. And we have this little camper that we like to hook up to the back of the truck and drag around every once in a while. And uh, uh, on the back of a spare tire, and I got a spare tire cover for it uh, that says, life is good. Life is good. That's really the, that's really so much the message of Jesus in my life that he's just made my life good. And I was thinking about, you know, uh, how in the midst of so many of the challenges that we're facing today, uh, life is still good. It really is still good. And I felt uh, the Lord drawing me into uh, devoting myself to sharing from the scriptures reasons how and why life is still good even in these days. So I'm going to be working from John chapter 10 this week. I'm not going to give you everything I'm going to have to say, but I want you today to focus in on John chapter 10, verse 10, and where Jesus said, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Jesus in this passage is making a critical comparison between himself and the established religious leaders of the day who had substantially just forsaken God. And of course, Jesus was thrust into this environment as the Son of God. And so there was this, there was this very serious tension, very serious contrast that existed in front of the people. And uh, Jesus says, uh, in this passage, he says, you know, the, the religious leaders are of the day, they're really thieves. They're trying, they're, they're, they're stealing life from you. And he says, I have come so that you may have life. I have come so that you may have life and have it to the full. That Jesus 
Jesus desires to be the source of our true life. And that's not only to give us eternal life in heaven when the time comes later, but an abundant life in the here and now. I have come to give you life and that you would have it abundantly. Now, this abundant life, I, I am just very reluctant to ever tie this to wealth or success because the, the life that Jesus is offering us is so much deeper, uh, so much more important, so much more essential than those kinds of things. Something deeper, something better, and, and something much more durable and abiding. So the life that Jesus wants to give us is an abundant life as a result of our inner relationship with him through the word of God and the power of the Holy Spirit. And, and in that inner abundant life, it actually impacts external circumstances. You see, so oftentimes we, we think that we, we evaluate our lives on the basis of the external circumstances, whether we be sick or well, whether we be rich or poor, whether, whether it be easy or difficult times. We, we, have way, we have this natural tendency to say, well, my life is good now because, or my life is not good now because. And, and we, we tend to think of external circumstances. Jesus said, Jesus said, the world, the outside doesn't have life to give you. But he said, I, Jesus, have come to give you life and to give it to you abundantly. You see, as we go through this pandemic, you might be, you, you might be tempted to say, well, my life isn't as good as it used to be. Oh, my goodness. The life that Jesus wants to give us can be greater than, can always be greater than it was before. And he is always greater than our external circumstances. But it really, really starts on the inside. And that's where our life comes from. You see, the world cannot give us life. The world, the world does not have life to give. Jesus has life to give. You know, we, we, we seem to just turn to the world again and again and again, don't we? to try to find life. It seems to be our natural tendency to say, world, give me life. World, give me joy. World, give me peace. World, give me gladness. World, and, and, and yet when we begin to experience something like that from the world, along comes a pandemic or a job loss or the air conditioner on the house breaks down and, and we see how very, very, very fragile this, uh, this sense of life that we are accepting from the world really is. And that's because the world does not have life to give. We, we, can, we can have the same great life today and even a greater life today than we had before March of 2020. When, when, when we, than we had before things changed so radically in our world. We can have greater life because Jesus wants to give us life on the inside so that no matter what's going on on the outside, Jesus continues to give us life and not just life, but abundant life. Hey, the world doesn't have life to give us. So if the world isn't giving you life right now and you're just really unhappy with your circumstances, it's like, well, there you go. I told you the world doesn't even have life to give. But Jesus does. Jesus does. And we've all done it. We've every one of us. We've looked, we've looked for life in something that didn't have life to give. It might have been in a relationship, and there there was no life there. It may have been in a job, a career, an opportunity, 
and it turns out there was no life there. It may have been in a material possession or some accomplishment, some trophy you've won, and it has this momentary, this momentary impact. But at the end of the day, it doesn't have life to give. Hey, we've 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 maybe all done this, I know I have, about 9:30 some night, you know, I'm just tired and feeling entitled and I guess that's when I want to eat, you guys. It's it's a terrible habit. And so every now and then, I mean, once a year, I can persuade Karen and say, hey, let's get a pizza. And, you know, it doesn't happen very often where she agrees with that. But on occasions, she'll say, okay, so 9.30, we get the pizza. We start eating at 10 or 10.15, right? Right? Oh, my, does that not taste good? That's what I was looking for all day long, that drippy cheese, all that deep dish, whatever your thing is. It's like... That's what I was longing for all day long. And it seems to give you life. But what happens later? Come on. 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock. You go, why? Why did I look for life in something that didn't have life to give? Jesus has abundant life for you. How do you access that life? Walk with him today. Just walk with him. Say, Lord, I just want to take every step with you today. <laughs> Whatever's left on my day, whether I'm beginning or ending, I want to take every, I want to walk in step with you. Second, worship him. Just worship him. Just let your heart sing to him. As you worship God, he releases life to you. And then third, obey him. Obey him. You know those stirrings that you're getting when you read the word or when you consider the great truths of God in prayer? You know, the stirrings of obedience to which God is calling you. Life is on the other side of obedience. Life is always on the other. It's, it's never on the call. It's on the other side of obedience. That's where you'll find life. Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and you have it abundantly. That's my prayer for you today as you walk through this day. No matter what circumstances are around you, you may be living in a in a field of flowers or you might be going into the lion's uh, the den of the lions today. But listen, I, uh, I just want to tell you, Jesus is here to give you life. Father, thank you. Thank you for these who join me in, in these thoughts for the day. Thank you for giving us life. We look to you now, Lord, and say that we want to walk in you. We want to invite you to come and live internally in us in such a powerful and mighty way that you would give us life and life abundant, and that you would live your glorious life and light through us. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, uh, thanks again to those of you who covered for me while I was gone, those of you who prayed for me while I was gone. Uh, it's just really, really great to be back, and I'm looking forward to seeing you in these devotional posts during the week. God bless you. Hope to see you Saturday. Bye.